You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. Our Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, what is the main thing in the sacrament? There's a fight always about the sacraments. I mean, from the beginning of the church until now, and the fight still rages on, the fight was there in the Reformation itself. In fact, there's this weird thing that we note that, the, the Lord's, that Martin Luther wrote about the Lord's Supper more than he wrote about any other topic. In fact, I think, I think if you took all of Luther's writings about everything else and your, his writings about the Lord's Supper, you'd still have more about the Lord's Supper. It was a huge fight. And not only not only with the Anabaptists, but also with the Roman Catholic Church. And the fight was about the word here. This is my body. In other words, what is it that's there? What is it that's on the altar? What is it that's put in your mouth for you to eat? And we confess from the Scriptures that it's the body of Jesus, His true body. In the cup is not just wine, but it is the true blood of Jesus. And they were fighting for this based on the words of Jesus himself. This is my body, and this is my blood. The Anabaptists, starting with Zwingli and all the others, said, no, no, it should better be understood to say, this is a symbol of my body. That's still in the church today, the idea that the Lord's Supper is a memorial meal. And we often think that that was the, 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 the side that Luther was fighting for the Lord's Supper, but it was also against... The, the Romanist, Luther, tells a famous story about how when he went to visit Rome when he was a young man for some, to appeal to some head of the Augustinian order, I don't remember the history, but he went to visit Rome and he went to, this, uh, to the mass that was being celebrated there in Rome and the priest stood up and after he said the words of institution, he held up the bread and he said, you are bread and bread you will remain. <laughs> so that the spirit of unbelief was already there as well. So on every side, there were those who were denying the words of Jesus. This is my body. So that we would think the main thing in the sacrament, the main thing in these words are, this is my body. Hmm. But that's not what Luther says. What, What does he say the main thing in the sacrament is? Not the word, this is my body, Not even the word, the forgiveness of sins, but these words, given for you. Given for you. These are the main words, the chief words of institution. Because with those words, the Lord takes His body and blood and the benefit of His death and His resurrection and He gives it to you to fight against the devil, to fight against your flesh, to fight against your sin and unbelief and doubt. For you makes all the difference. For you changes everything. <laughs> I remember one time, it was probably one of you uh, who came, I think I was teaching in Bible class about I was mentioning a book that I hoped to read, and one of you had ordered the book, and you brought it into my office, and you handed it to me, 
And, and I thought that you were giving it to me as a gift, but you were just showing it to me. <laughs> and I took the book and I said, thank you. I've been wanting to read this. This is so wonderful. This is great. And you slowly and a little bit sheepishly grabbed it back and said, well, you could borrow it when I'm done with it. <laughs> because it wasn't for you. Or, or think of this, the difference here, how we teach the catechism kids about this. Think about the difference between these two sentences. There's a million dollars in the bank and there's a million dollars in the bank for you. Do, do you see the difference? Now, this is what Jesus is doing with these words. This death, this resurrection, it is for you. And in fact, so serious is Jesus with these words for you that he gives us his own body and blood as a pledge and down payment of the promise. So here's the picture. I stole this from Pastor Melius. He's probably preaching it right at this very moment as well. He said, imagine that there's a, a couple, an engaged couple, and the man has to go away, maybe to war, and the, the to-be bride is nervous that he won't come back. And he gives her the promise, I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back to marry you. I'm coming back, and we'll be together forever. But she doesn't believe him. She says, no, no, you'll find someone else when you're away, or you'll forget about me and all of the fighting. And he says, no, I promise I'll be back for you. And when I come back, we will be together forever. And I'm going to prove it. And he takes the most precious thing that he can find. Maybe his great-grandmother's wedding ring with the diamond and the gold. And he gives it to her. And he says, here, here's the sign. Here's the pledge. Here's the proof of my love and my fidelity and my promise to you. And every time you look at it, you can remember the promise that I'm coming back, that I love you, that we'll be together forever. Now imagine that that woman who rightly treasures this gift, this ring, who puts it on an altar in church, <laughs> and who looks at it and who rejoices in it, imagine what she would say if her friends came along and said, that's not a real ring. It's probably tin or fool's gold. That's not a diamond. That's a piece of glass. Do you see? Do you see the offense it is? Do you see the trouble it is? This is why the church fights for these words. This is my body and this is my blood because it is with that gift of the Lord's body and blood, His true body and His true blood, that He has pledged to us His life and His death and the forgiveness of all of our sins. And the church has rightly been fighting for those words because we know that to attack those words is to attack the promise and to attack the Lord who gave them to us. This is, by the way, why we practice closed communion and say that we must believe those words of Jesus, that it is His true body and His true blood, to rejoice together in His gifts because the church cannot 
cannot endure anyone trying to steal away this most precious comfort, this most precious gift, this treasure above all treasures, the very body and blood of Jesus given for you, given for you for the forgiveness of sins. And so, dear saints, we rejoice. Because on the night in which he was betrayed, on the night in in which he stood up from the table and he took off his robe and, and wrapped himself with a towel and knelt down and washed his disciples' feet, on the night when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane singing hymns with his disciples and then a stone throws away and three times prayed with great drops of blood pressing from his body in distress. Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. On the night in which his disciple betrayed him with a kiss and he was bound by the soldiers and led to the house of Caiaphas and had his beard torn out and his face struck and spit upon. On the night when he was condemned to die for you, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread and said, this is my body given for you. And he took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is the cup of the New Testament. Shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. And that same promise is true. Tonight and always. Your sins are forgiven and you know it because Jesus feeds you with his body and his blood. He's preparing a place for you in heaven and in the resurrection with Him forever. And you know it because He feeds you His body and His blood. You will be resurrected and stand in eternity with Jesus. And you know it because He feeds you His body and His blood. So dear saints, take and eat. And take and drink. This is the true body and true blood of Christ given and shed for you for the forgiveness of all sins. May this pledge and treasure be your hope and peace until your Jesus comes for you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope.